Hello, welcome back to Monster Frequency. It's me, Ben. So pleased, so pleased that you're still with us. Uh, today, got a bit of a, well, a medical special, really. A couple of uh, absolutely fantastic guests, both doctors, uh, one of whom moonlights as a DJ. Has that piqued your interest? I expect it has. I am, of course, referring, he's been in the news a lot recently, bit of a legend, Dr. Badalia. Um, now, he's actually recently just dropped his uh, brand new single. We're going to be talking just very briefly about that. And he's just announced that he's going on tour with Fatboy Slim. So, don't think you can get caught on that, can you? So, NHS Frontline Doctor. Uh, and yeah, Moonlighting as a DJ. Legend. And he's actually joining us on the podcast to talk a bit about coronavirus booster jabs. And now notice at the beginning I said doctors, as in plural. I am very pleased to announce that we have the return of the fantastic Dr. Sarah Jarvis. Welcome back, Dr. Jarvis. Pleasure to have you with us again. Uh, today, Dr. Jarvis is actually talking uh, about some mental health services that the NHS has made available that can be accessed by anybody. And this actually includes a self-referral service uh, where you can book yourself on to uh, talking therapies. So at a time when lots of us have been feeling uh, perhaps a bit stressed, a bit under the weather, uh, ongoing pandemic, of course, never helps things, does it? So for anyone out there who has been perhaps struggling themselves a little bit or knows someone who has been struggling a little bit recently with their mental health, this hopefully should really, really help. So let's kick off uh, with this episode of Monster Frequency, my two very, very special guests. Uh, now, I just want to uh, remind listeners at the very start, I'm afraid to say that I'm not a doctor. I'm a lowly PhD. Don't remind me. <laughs> no, but this, uh, on a serious note, means, of course, that this episode cannot replace any medical advice. Uh, if you need to seek out some medical advice, of course, you must always uh, seek out your own healthcare professional, be it your GP or the NHS 111 number. And of course, in the event of an emergency, it's really, really important that you always call uh, 999 or visit A&E. But with that little spiel out the way, let's kick it off. And I'm very, very pleased to invite Dr. Badalia to the podcast, first of all. Hi, my name is Dr. Kishan Badalia. I'm a frontline NHS doctor working in A&E. And today I'm telling you about why young people between the ages of 18 and 35 should get their jabs. Oh, brilliant. Thank you very much. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on, on the show with us. Um, so I, I guess, first of all, I'm just because I've just actually got the stats in front of me here. Uh, and I can see straight away, actually, it looks like the uptake is a bit lower in this age group, isn't it? That's right. So, I mean, across all eligible adults, 79% of them have had their boosters. But only 54% of those between 18 and 34 who are eligible have had theirs, which is incredibly low. That's just over half. So there's a lot of work that needs to be done to encourage them to get theirs. Uh, and as a doctor yourself, you know, working on the front line and, and seeing, unfortunately, you know, patients coming in and, and needing help in hospital because of uh, COVID-19, uh, I can imagine this is a, a bit of a, a sad thing for you to see. I mean, of course, it's always sad to see any patients coming in, but I can imagine it kind of hits a special nerve if you think that actually some of this could be preventable. Exactly. I think prevention is better than cure. Um, at the moment, we're seeing more unvaccinated patients coming in, and that's why I'm really keen to get behind this campaign because it's something I'm experiencing myself in A&E. At the start of the pandemic, it was mostly um, elderly patients who we were seeing, those who are more vulnerable. Uh, but as time has gone on, and as more of the older patients and vulnerable patients have been vaccinated, 
The younger ones who have not are the ones that we're seeing more of. So, yeah, it's, it's one of the factors within our control. So we've got to optimise this. Yeah, it, it, I guess in a way it's it's a shame that the kind of general public doesn't get to kind of see that, you know, the difficulty of behind the kind of front line, if it were, you know, where you, where these kind of doctors are, such as yourself are working and, and seeing this for real. So it's kind of, a, I can imagine it's quite tempting for a younger person to think, oh, it's fine, you know, I'll, I'll be all right if I catch it. It doesn't particularly matter. But that's because they're not seeing, you know, the people who are actually going through that on the other end, are they? Exactly. A lot of us know people who are young who have caught COVID, um, who have been okay, but that's not that's not good enough for us as NHS staff. Just one person who comes in who's not been vaccinated, who falls very unwell. That's that's a, that's a that's a person there, you know. Um, and it's us who are seeing it. So I just want to encourage anyone who hears this to know that even if you're young and you're fit and healthy, that doesn't mean that you're automatically protected against the virus. Even if you've had COVID yourself, we can't be sure that you've got the antibodies to protect you. The best way to protect yourself. Um, and for us to enjoy those good times again is to get both your jabs plus your booster. Yeah, thanks, Dr. Badali. And, and is this something that um, I'm just thinking about the kind of uh, logistics, you know, for, for, for young people to go ahead and, and get booked in? Is that, do they do that through the website or how would they kind of do that? Yeah, best, best way to do this is to visit nhs.uk forward slash COVID vaccination. All the details, details are on there. It's very easy to book in. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you very much, uh, Dr. Pedali. Have you been recently back in the uh, DJ booth at all recently? Because I know you've done a fantastic job of the NHS sessions. They've, they've been awesome. So congrats for that. <laughs> thank you. Yes, I mean, since building my online profile with NH sessions and doing this DJ sets in my scrubs, this year in November, well, last year, I was on tour with Bat Boy Slim on a couple of dates. And just a couple of weeks ago on New Year's Day, I did a broadcast to 500 million viewers worldwide oh. for, the, for, London, for London's New Year's Day parade. And I was opening that show. It was, it was an amazing opportunity. Um, and yeah, I have more gigs lined up over the coming months. I, I think even, even Matt Han- Hancock got in touch with you, didn't he, to, to say that he loved, he loved the, uh, the set? Yeah, to be honest, I was actually... Um, but that, that day I got a, an email with a, a video attached of Matt Hancock showing his support. I was a bit, <laughs> bit sleepy because I was about to go on a night shift. I couldn't quite believe it. It didn't, it didn't quite hit me until a few days later when I was off my shifts and actually properly awake. But yeah, it was, it was amazing to have the support from people like Matt Hancock and those working in the government, seeing that what I'm doing, building a platform, can be used for campaigns like this. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I, th- I think as well, what it what it will hopefully do is just show kind of you know the people out there that you know people like yourself, you know, are real. You know, you're real people. You're, you're working behind the lines to keep people safe, to keep people healthy, and actually we can do our bit, can't we, by just going along to get the vaccinations and, and kind of help ourselves, but also help the doctors like yourself get, get through it all together, really, isn't it? I agree. And one of the issues we're facing right now in hospitals is that NHS staff are going um, off, off sick or they're testing positive because they've actually got the virus or they're suspecting it. So that puts a little bit more strain on the service. So by And this is going to be an ongoing issue over the coming months and even years. So the way to to offload the strain off the NHS and protect yourself is to get the vaccine. Yeah, well, thank you, Dr. Badali. A couple of final questions for yourself, if that's all right with you. But I was yeah. thinking, to go alongside your appearance, could we perhaps play your single, Calling For You? What are you thinking? That would be absolutely amazing. I'd love for you to do that. Oh, sweet. Well, I'll get it straight on, because I just thought, you know what? I usually ask guests for a song request and put them on the spot, but I thought, oh. well, there's an obvious thing here, isn't there? I mean, unless, of course, there's another song request we can put on as well, but I don't know what you're thinking. Well... I would love it if you would play um, my brand new single. It's Calling For You. I actually recently signed a record deal uh, with uh, a leading independent dance record label. 
And this song has been added to one of the biggest playlists on Spotify with 1.2 million followers. Um, and yeah, it's starting to get some amazing radio support. So yeah, I'd love it if you would play it as well. Oh, well, thank you very much indeed, Dr. Dolly. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. I'll just double check that, um, well, I suppose that you're all happy. Uh, if you want to reiterate anything or, you know, point listening in the direction of any, any, any kind of other information or anything like that, you're very welcome to, to do that at, at this point. Just, just double checking with you, really, that you're all happy. Yeah, I, I'm very happy. I'd just like to, once again, just encourage young people, everyone actually, but concentrating on young people right now between the ages of 18 and 34 to go ahead and get your boosters. Um, it's the best way for us to get out of this pandemic to protect yourselves and everyone everyone around us. It's all of our individual responsibilities to do that. So yeah, book in online at nhs.uk forward slash COVID vaccination. Oh, Dr. Badali, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'll let you go in that case. And uh, yeah, I just want, to, just want to thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks again to Dr. Badalia for joining us on this episode of Monster Frequency. Uh, if you want to keep up to date with his news, visit Twitter. Badalia DJ is his username. And don't forget to add that song to your playlist, his brand new single, Calling For You. Stick it on. It's an absolute banger. Take my word for it. Trust me. And now next up on this episode, I would like to invite the fantastic Dr. Sarah Jarvis to the episode. Here she is. Thanks very much for joining us again, uh, Dr. Jarvis. Absolute pleasure to have you with us again on the show. Absolute pleasure to be with you. I can see today, actually, it looks like uh, we've got some um, really brilliant uh, mental health support that is available to people. So really, really keen just to hear you kind of explain a little bit about this this campaign to start with, if that's okay, Dr. Jarvis. This is all about explaining that feelings of anxiety, of depression, other mental illness, illness issues can affect all of us but if you do need help with your mental health the nhs is there for you they've got free effective confidential ways to treat common mental health issues and you can go through your gp practice or you can refer yourself two in five people had no idea that you can just go to nhs.uk forward slash help and find out more about so-called talking therapies i apt improving access to psychological therapies and indeed refer yourself to get help to get your feet back on the ground. Yeah, fantastic. And for people who maybe haven't even heard about these um, talking therapies before, I wonder if you could tell us a bit about what kind of what it kind of means and what's kind of involved in this kind of therapy. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been a GP for 31 years. And during that time, I have lost count of the number of people that I've referred. I have a lot of people who tease me that there is no certainly long term condition for which I cannot recommend talking therapies. Talking therapies are all about helping you to deal with the issues that you have. And that means there is no one size fits all. Perhaps the one we know most about is CBT or so-called cognitive behavioral therapy. And what that is aimed at doing is to help you to recognize that your feelings and your thoughts are inextricably linked. And that if you are having negative thoughts, if you are constantly ruminating, if you're having anxious thoughts, then they may well not be realistic. They are often caused by your feeling. So firstly, we aim to help you to recognize the relationship between your, your, your thoughts and your feelings. Secondly, we aim to help you to recognize therefore that those thoughts 
may not be realistic. So to challenge those what we call negative automatic thoughts, because it's often not individual thoughts, you'll often get into a spiral. You know, you'll see somebody, if you're feeling low, you see somebody, they walk past you in the street, and your immediate thought might be, if you are feeling low, oh, they didn't want to talk to me. And the next thought that might come from that is, maybe they don't want to talk to me because I've done something bad. And the next thought that comes from that might be, maybe I'm a bad person. And it's extraordinary how often I, as a GP, see people when you talk to them about what's going on, that they will recognise that that sort of train of thought goes on in their heads all the time. So what we're trying to do is to help people to recognise the connection between thoughts and feelings, to challenge those thoughts that are not realistic and then to replace them with more realistic thoughts. Now that doesn't, there are, as I say, lots of other forms of therapy, but that and other forms of therapy don't necessarily always need to be traditional face-to-face one-to-one therapy. It could be group therapy. It could be face-to-face therapy. But for instance, since uh, July 2020, almost 95% of these free, confidential and effective services offered by the NHS were conducted remotely, either through a digital platform or over the phone. So it could be a phone consultation. It could be an online course, which from my experience with patients can be really, really effective, especially for people who, for instance, are more tech savvy for people who are time poor for people who perhaps don't want anybody else to know that they are taking time out to for instance uh, go and see physically see a counselor but it could also be a self-help workbook with therapist support so lots of ways of personalizing it and when you have your assessment you and the person from the service who is doing the assessment can work with you between you you can work out what therapy would be best for you oh thank you dr jarvis yeah i mean that's that sounds absolutely fantastic really I mean, it sounds like there's kind of um options there for, for everyone really i mean you know if there's someone out there for example who just wants that kind of uh, online sort of over the phone you know consultations you, you can do that it all sounds brilliant and i wonder if because it kind of sounded to me like where you're kind of explaining how that kind of um that kind of negative thinking it sounds very much like this kind of downward spiral that kind of you know sends people down and and presumably i mean it, at what point do you kind of want patients to you know recognize that i mean i guess a lot of the time patients i'm assuming here that they'll come to you you know kind of when they're already in crisis mode i mean is it is it a good thing to try and recognize that early i'm assuming well an awful lot of people have struggled we know that over half the population were concerned about their mental health last year half the population experienced stress and anxiety almost as many experienced low mood or depression and one in four had a fear of social situations but interestingly the majority of those who were struggling didn't seek any professional help for their mental health and two in five people don't know that you can refer without going through your GP practice for a referral so my feeling is yes absolutely you do not need a formal diagnosis in order to get a referral in order to be assessed by the NHS services. You can refer yourself through nhs.uk forward slash help. You can have an assessment. Nobody is going to be embarrassed. Nobody is going to laugh at you. This is what we do as healthcare professionals. Anything you can tell me, I will have heard before. And I absolutely will recognise that if you are struggling with your life, if 
the symptoms, the feelings that you are having are making it harder for you to live on a day-to-day basis that you do need help. And you, as I say, and the person from the, the IAP service, Improving Access to Psychological Therapy Service, Mental Health Service, who contacts you, does an assessment, you and they between you can work out what would work best for you. And depending on the level, the degree, the severity of your symptoms, that might vary. Yeah, well, thank you, Dr. Jarvis. That, that sounds absolutely fantastic. I was wondering, kind of, um, I, I guess, very much related to this uh, campaign. And I, obviously, I don't know, you know, how much you can kind of chat about this as well. But I've noticed recently the NHS has been really kind of pressing that now, of course, these services are available for everybody. But it seems to be the case that they're really trying to change the kind of stigma that has traditionally kind of existed for for, for men, uh, mental health in men, especially. I've noticed there's kind of a lot of a lot of push there by the NHS. We know that anybody can have issues with their mental health. The fact that this campaign features really iconic, familiar faces, Craig David, Tom Grennan, Laura Mvula, Nicola Roberts, Ella Henderson, Max George, they have all been affected personally by mental health issues. So we do need to remember that they can affect anybody. But there are certain groups who either are disproportionately affected or who are less likely to come forward to use services. And they do, as you so rightly say, include men, but also the over 65s, people from ethnic minorities and people from vulnerable groups. That is not to say that other people have not been affected. We know, for instance, that young people, their mental health has been really adversely affected during the pandemic. But we are very much trying to point out that those other groups, men over 65s, people from ethnic minorities, people from vulnerable groups, may be either disproportionately affected, but they may also be less likely to come forward to use services. Well, Dr. Jarvis, thanks for the answer. That's fantastic. Uh, I wonder if we could um, uh, just head towards, because obviously I'm aware of your, your time, you don't want to keep it for too long. I wonder if we could kind of head towards closing just by, I guess, reminding listeners uh, about, you know, I guess who's eligible and also how you would go about kind of booking yourself on, self-referring yourself through the website and things. I wonder if we could just kind of remind our, our listeners about that, if that's all right. Yeah. So this self-referral, is is available to anybody over the age of 18. Some services offer treatment for young people aged 16 to 17, but you'd need to check with the individual services. So you could, however, at any age, contact your GP practice. Otherwise, anybody can access services. You don't need a formal diagnosis. You don't need to be able to take lots of time out to go and see somebody one-to-one. You can either contact your GP practice or you can refer yourself online at nhs.uk forward slash help for free, effective and confidential ways to treat common mental health issues, which could be one-to-one counselling, could be group, could be over the phone, could be online, or it could be self-help workbook with therapist support. There is an option available for you because feelings of anxiety, depression, other mental health issues can affect all of us. Oh, Dr. Jarvis, thank you very much. It's, it's been fantastic to have you. And, and I wonder if just as a very small uh, farewell, I, I am going to ask the usual question at this point, which is, of course, song request, if you would like one now, because this campaign got me thinking, you know, it's featuring people like Craig David and things and uh, based around the Beatles song Help. So I'm, I'm just thinking there's probably a lot of inspiration here. So can I get you a song today, Dr. Jarvis? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think an awful lot of my patients feel 
that they have been running on empty for some considerable time. So perhaps Running on Empty by Jackson Brown would oh, be a great next perfect. song. What a fitting song. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Jarvis. It's been a pleasure having you. I do hope you can join us again soon, but but thank you for coming on with us. Thank you so much for having me. Well, that's it from me. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode of Monster Frequency featuring two fantastic doctors. A bit of a health update for you, I suppose. Hope it was useful. Uh, and do look out for our next episode. We'll be dropping soon here on our channel. So, you know what they say. Stay tuned. Bye for now. Bye. <laughs>